We've had quite a week in this church. Last night was one of the most fun events that I can remember being in recently. And then I want to echo what Tim said about what happened in church last Sunday, which was really quite an amazing event and not like any event I've been through in this church before where one of our members uh, had a stroke in the middle of the service. And as I said, Bernie is doing well. He's not 100% recovered, but he's, he's doing well. And so now that that emergency part is over, I'm fascinated like Tim is at how we responded as a community to that moment of emergency and how so many people did something good during that time, either noticing that something was wrong or going and telling someone that there was a problem and then a quick decision made to call 911 and get the emergency folks here as quickly as possible and then assisting with getting him out to the ambulance and then a few of us going down to the hospital and other people in the office calling his relatives. And I want to tell you that we have these forms. I know that not everyone has filled one out, but I bet we're all going to fill one out now that gives emergency contacts that we were filled out five, six, seven years ago. I don't remember. And we had one on file for Bernie. And the emergency contact numbers were there. Within a few minutes, his family was notified and there were calls going on around the country to tell his family members what was going on. We're gonna do a renewal of this program to get the emergency contacts for everyone. That worked in a, in a positive way. The drummers continuing to sort of quietly drum as this event was unfolding and Bernie being taken care of in all the ways that we were able to take care of him. We couldn't solve his medical problem, but we, as a group, everyone. And someone else remarked that, that the congregation was quiet and calm as this was taking place. I think people looked for opportunities to help, but for many, it was just a question of of uh, being present, looking for something we might do, but staying calm and letting people do the jobs that they're trained for. And so, so many things happened on different levels at the same time, within about a five or 10 minute span of time. And uh, when we were at the hospital and spoke to the uh, emergency room doctor, he said that uh, Bernie arrived at the hospital well within the time frame that is needed to do the best treatment. And he said, so from that point of view, it went very, very well. So I want you to be aware of that. He told us directly. So there's so much to ponder about that experience and so much to appreciate the, that everyone did in various ways. So much to be thankful for. So I have the experience of being impressed with this community many times. And 
The dinner last night is another example. The vast array of culinary delights was a joy and sorted by all different kinds of dietary paths that different people in this church follow. Some people follow one path but sneak over to the others too. <laughs> Just because it looks so good. <laughs> we are a church of many paths. The food by itself was wonderful, but it's the food coupled with this thing we call fellowship or community or something else. It's the joy of being with each other. It's the jokes that people make at the tables. It's the silly song that we sang. What a great song. Peoria, you use had a church, E-I-E-I-O. You are going to get a chance to sing that song at some point, uh, even if you weren't there last night. So this is what community is. These are examples of what a community is, the in the emergency situation and then in the celebratory situation. Two different examples. A true community is a precious thing in the world and is not to be found on every street corner. A true community is really quite an amazing thing. Fortunately, they're found in many places, but they're not found everywhere. When we gather together to share a feast and share affection and caring, then something occurs, something different, like Amy's chemistry experiment. I don't know if you could see it clearly, but that second one was just bubbling all over the place. And the kids all went, oh. So when people gather together in a spirit of sharing and when there's that affection and caring and respect, then something different occurs. Something, it has an effect on our mood, it affects our sense of worth, there is a sense of relief from the cares of the world which we carry around with us all the time. Sometimes in that community we can just forget about those cares for a while. There's an energy that gets unleashed by that kind of interaction. You know that word synergy. It's, it's something new that happens that wasn't there just in every one of us as we walked in the door. Something new occurs. So in this community, our social occasions are often embellished in some entertaining way whether it's with music or theater or games or various talents or even something serious. Like the song we sang last night, Martha Herm, the creative lyricist, gave us the correct dose of silliness to, what that silliness does is it helps us to dissolve the boundaries of you know, conventional behavior and all of that and allow our silly side to come forward. It sort of just dissolves our worries. And then Brad Kefauver created this puzzle that uh, we put together last night and the pieces of the puzzle are different needs that we have for the year that we want to include in our planning and our budget and then we all put the pieces of the puzzle together and gradually uh, got a picture of the church. So this is another metaphorical statement of the reality of community where different people bring their gifts 
and we put them together and then something gets created that wasn't there before, something new and exciting. Creativity is a powerful medicine. It can change us in many ways. I want to mention uh, something that I know you all didn't get a chance to hear, and that was a very amazing creative performance at the Chili Cook-Off a few weeks ago. When they are, if you did not go to the chili cook-off, then I re, my heart goes out to you. I'm so, I'm so sorry you couldn't make it. Uh, not only was the chili great, but we heard one of the most entertaining dramatic skits I have ever seen in my life, and that includes Carol Burnett, Jackie Gleason, all those people. And I was, must mention in particular the performance of Brad Adams playing the role of a man who is very angry about the chili. <laughs> I just wish, Brad, would you be willing to just give us a little taste of that right now? No! <laughs> Thank you. Academy Award level stuff that's going on here. I'm going to tell you, for those who aren't there, Brad took me that night to that place where I know you have all been in this place sometime in your life, to that place where you are laughing so hard that you start to have physical pain. <laughs> have you been in that place before? I mean, were you really, I felt like I might have to leave the room. It hurt. Creativity is a powerful thing. It has an effect on us. It changes us physically, it changes us. and changes us emotionally. And when we get together and do things like that, then there's something, there's a chemistry thing that happens there. Something starts bubbling that's not there before. I am convinced that creativity is at the heart of what is happening in the universe. I am convinced that that's true. This reality that we all share in somehow is at its core a creative process. That's what I perceive anyway. Creativity is to me a self-evident truth. You know there's this idea of a self-evident, this is the one truth I feel is self-evident that the universe is creative because it's happening. Because it's happening. The flowers are coming up. The sun comes up every morning. Potlucks happen. New people, new creatures are created all the time. The universe is conducting experiments every time a new creature is born to see how that, that, that creature will develop and thrive. It is not an accident. By the way, when I say this creative, I don't know if it's intentional. I don't know that. I don't know if there's some being there. I don't make that claim. There might be. But creativity is happening all the time. That is what's happening. It's not an accident, by the way, that in the world's religions, the, the god or goddess is usually called the creator. That's not an accident that those myths come out in that way. 
As beings are born and new creatures occur, we become more complex biologically over time, and there's this possibility of more complex experiences as we develop. There's even a very interesting argument that many people are making these days that we are, in fact, human beings becoming better morally, that actually, despite all of the craziness of the world that does not seem to support this, and I won't tell you what that is if you don't know already, <laughs> but if you want to go have a drink, I'm willing to do that, <laughs> but not at this moment. Despite all of what looks like absolute chaos and despair sometimes in our society, and we wonder, oh my goodness, where is this going? There are some very wonderful authors writing these days. Steven Pinker is one of them. Um, another one is Michael Shermer, who has a book out called The Moral Arc. It's called The Moral Arc. You remember that quote probably from Martin Luther King. Uh, Michael Shermer is a humanist who says that humanity is moving more and more in the direction of truth and justice and freedom, mostly due to the influence of science, he argues, and yet he chooses as his title of this major work, The Moral Arc, taking that image originated by two great liberal religious leaders the moral arc of the universe. First, the Unitarian transcendentalist Theodore Parker, who originated that phrase, and then taken up by the great Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. And so when I experience that kind of overlap of those great metaphors with the scientific humanist, then that makes me smile. And I say, isn't that an interconnected universe that is moving and creating all the time? The universe is creative in a way that admits of many kinds and layers of meanings. When we join in an intentional way with others, to be in a creative community, it seems to me that we are aligning ourselves with the energy of the universe. That we are aligning ourselves with the creative process that is happening at every single moment, everywhere, all the time. And yet some people and some communities and some countries even can creatively say, we're going to do this, we're going to, we're going to be that kind of creative community. And when we do that, I think there we are connecting with what is happening all around us and that energy. The creation of new forms, the exploration of complex experiences. We're part of an ongoing experiment to see if our species or any other species for that matter can learn to exist in this creative universe over a long period of time. That's the experiment we're in right now. The results are still out. We don't know if we're gonna be viable or not. The next, the next few decades are gonna be crucial in that experiment. 
And the more intentionally we know that we're in that experiment, then the better chance we have for a positive outcome. The more we understand that it is our role to see how we can align ourselves intentionally with the creativity of the universe and live in harmony with that, that's, that's how you get to survive. You get to continue playing the game of existence and consciousness. Can we put the pieces of the puzzle together to sustain life on this earth? That's the question. There's one of the answers right there. How about that? Could we put the puzzles together to create something that would have value and would have meaning and would be sustainable over periods of time that are significant? That's a good one. So this question plays out on many levels. And our church is one of the places where we have one of the best chances to grow in healthy and creative directions. Not the only place by any means, but one of the best places that I know of to fulfill these deep aspirations of life. Sometimes we put the puzzle pieces together in practical ways, like when we gather contributions to make a budget, as this particular image calls us to do. Other times, the pieces of the puzzle are sorrowful as we strive to make sense of times of loss by comforting each other and ourselves. And sometimes we touch the edges of transcendence where the great cosmic creativity shows its face to us through music, perhaps, or words, or through caring, or some kind of action. We get a glimpse of that huge creativity. Sometimes the great creativity just lights up and we see it. As I was writing this sermon, a young girl walked into my writing hangout. And she was with her mother. And she had on a shirt, like a t-shirt, but with long sleeves. And the t-shirt said, if it sparkles, don't let it go. And so that just grabbed my attention. And I thought, well, you know, not everything that sparkles is valuable. And we have a lot of sayings like that. Sometimes there are trivial things that sparkle in the world. But when we feel the sparkle, which is the real lighting up of the goodness of life, like in Amy's chemistry experiment, when we feel that energy, that liveliness, and when it's accompanied by caring, which to me was the mother, when it's accompanied by a caring presence of people who will take care of us, even in an emergency, if need be, like last week, but also just day by day as we experience the joys and sorrows together, then we feel that sparkle which emanates from the great creative energy that is already in motion all the time, everywhere. The creativity that drives the universe. Then indeed, 
we will be wise not to let that go, but to embrace it into our lives, not in a clinging way, but in the way of deep engagement, of appreciation of our inner connection. We need to sustain such a community and use the opportunity it offers for our growth and benefit and for the world's. I hope you've had that experience here many times, and I hope you will have it again many times. And I want you to know that in this community, anything could happen. It really could, even in the middle of a service.